happening, what's happening? For the first time, we are actually going to have an episode out on a day, well, first time in a while, for this new upload schedule, that we're going to have one out on the day we're actually been saying we're going to have one out. Uh, to sum things up, a lot has happened since we last saw you, uh, a lot of good things that are interesting and that, you know, are talk-worthy. Uh, I don't think they really need an introduction, but uh, without further ado, this is episode... 10? Right? 10, I think. Yep, this is episode 10 of the Let's Boogie podcast. Today is Tuesday, April 16th. Here it is. Woods has two feet to win the Masters. Climbs down 10. Back behind the ball. Woods puts it. And in! He has done it! Tiger is back! Tiger is back on top! Tiger Woods, the 2019 Masters Champion. One of the great comeback stories in American sports history. But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. Let's boogie! Let's boogie. If you had a crack, let's boogie. No one is going into your asshole. Well, I wouldn't let him without the crack. Yeah, wow. Me forgetting. Fire intro. Really, exten- <laughs> really extended that intro way longer than it needed best. to be. That was the best intro so far. That is, uh... Crack at it? Nah, <laughs> that's why they pay me the big bucks. So uh, you guys will have seen it in the title already, but uh, Richard is back. We brought him back. Richard, I haven't, I haven't told you this yet, but um, you actually... Your episode got, like, the highest viewing since, like, episode four or something. So... Somebody, kind, somebody's kind of important. You. Yeah, you're kind of a big deal. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yes. As as Bigelow said, things did happen this week, and we are not putting ourselves on a time constraint um, this week. So it should be interesting to see where this episode goes. Uh, but first off, um, I mean, obviously, you heard in the intro, or you didn't. Uh, I won't know yet because of the intro. Uh, the golf world was lit ablaze. Uh, yesterday or Sunday, um, when Tiger Woods won his fifth Masters, yes, correct? Sir, five. Correct. Mm-hmm. Green jacket numero cinco. <laughs> I shed a tear for the boy. I mean, he's had a he probably the one of the best sports comebacks, if not the best. I mean, I didn't think he would even be back at the Masters, let alone win after that whole mess in the two thousand nine, two thousand eleven. 2011 uh and even with just this last year's dui i don't know if it was a dui but he he got in trouble i don't think the biggest the biggest of his issues haven't been you know strippers cocaine and 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 duis it's been injuries i mean he's had all the billion surgeries surgeries. back his back is literally like fused together like it's literally like it's like and when people get that spinal fusion surgery like they can barely even walk straight again sometimes. oh yeah so it's pretty incredible that he's out there no tanks. the the guy who's the guy who's like his closest friend i think it's nota begay uh he was saying that like after he had the back surgery like he had to help tiger like walk to his car like he could hardly like walk and one of the most telling things he said yesterday they asked him like what it meant for his kids to be there and he said that his kids like 
they, you know, his youngest son wasn't alive the last time he won at Augusta. Or I don't think he was even born barely when he won like a major. Born really anything. Yeah. yeah. And he said, he said that his kids have just known golf as something that's hurt him and brought him pain and like torn him down. And this was the first time really that they've gotten to see golf bring him joy on that great of a scale and that kind of that kind of hit home oh yeah the last four minutes right after he won was some pretty emotional stuff i mean the hugging the kids hugging the like 20 year old girlfriend i mean it was all just really emotional. no uh i was at i was at work i originally had planned on going home to watch with my dad but i had to cover a shift at work and I I shed a man tear at work for Tiger. I was way way too into it, but you know it is what it is. And I think I I speak for quite a bit of people who got really into golf for the first time in a while yesterday. Well, uh, not yesterday on Sunday, watching Tiger win. Well, I feel like if you're if you're anyone in the Masters tournament, losing to Tiger Woods is not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Because I mean, everybody in the sport was kind of rooting for him after what he had been through and to go from because the first masters he ever won wasn't it like he set the record for the best score? oh yeah he broke the course record he ran away with it he was yeah, yeah. when he was like a kid he was yeah, yeah. this was he was tw- 20 or 21 i'm pretty it sure it was 20 22 years and a day before he won yesterday so he, yeah he was like 21 or 22 and he was you know a black a, a black kid at a course in the south where they didn't allow black members until like the 70s and he went in there and tore it up that was the first time he won and then uh yeah and 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 to go from that to like the downfall that he experienced like i'm pretty sure everybody in the sport was rooting for him so i don't think there was like a sad person um there i mean obviously the people who got second place probably weren't too too happy about it but at the end of the day it's kind of like yeah i i lost a tiger like like you can tell your kids that I mean, if I bet I don't. Masters. I bet Molinari is not sitting at home saying, "Oh, we used to lost a Tiger." I mean, he kind of, mm-hmm. he kind of, he definitely shit the bed a little bit. But yeah, he, I he, feel, I feel sorry. Who was the other guy in the group? Fino. Yeah, Finau, yeah, yeah. I felt sorry for those guys because I mean, we we saw Tiger way back when we when he was literally the goat. Uh, guys in his group were just pissing down their legs every time because it doesn't happen in golf where you're just getting rooted against but when tiger's on the course everybody wants you to lose oh i mean the and you could tell you could oh, tell yeah. on sunday it got to molinari and really molinari a little bit now, but like that one with that molinari put in the water down the stretch i mean that was oh, embarrassing yeah. oh dude yeah. tiger the thing that i noticed and i i saw more of it when i noticed after people talking about it afterwards this the mind games tiger was playing the entire time like he yep. like finau finau's hardly finished like his follow through and tiger's already walking down walking down the fairway uh i think on that shot that molinari hit into the fucking water tiger's already like ahead like walking behind the green like getting ready <laughs> and and molinari's just and molinari's you know he doesn't know what to do i was kind of intrigued by the whole the story with molinari about how his first time at augusta was caddying for his brother when his brother was playing with tiger i thought that was that was, yeah, was pretty sweet that was kind of cool but yeah i i don't i doubt he's at home you know saying oh at least a least a loss to tiger like he's de- he's definitely uh Okay, but um, 
a, a really quick question. Does this victory cement Tiger as the GOAT, or do you guys still think it's Jack? I think he might have another another maybe like five, ten years of being like decent. Like he's he's still gonna win like some tournaments. But well, because I mean, the 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 number like, that the number that everyone keeps putting out is that Jack won eighteen majors, whereas Tiger's only won fifteen. Well, but Jack yeah. Jack never I mean, went fifteen years in between winning masters. Like, yeah, Jack, and Jack won his. But he he was the oldest masters winner. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Jack I think was forty three when he won his last. His last master. What's Tiger like? Forty-one. No, da- no. He's thirty-nine. I think about I'm it. No, sure. Tiger's forty-three. Jack okay. won his last Masters when he was like forty-five, forty-four, uh, or forty-five. Like he was. I'm, to me, I'm, though, I would say Tiger is probably the goat just because of the impact he's had on the sport. Oh, Tiger! Yeah, yeah I mean Tiger's impact. Tiger's impact on the game. I think the the two. Honestly, I wouldn't even call Jack the goat. I'd say it's between Tiger and Palmer in terms of guys who have impacted the sport of golf. Yeah, I would say you you could make an argument either way whether Palmer, Jack, or Tiger is the better golfer, but I don't think you can deny the fact that Tiger easily has boosted the sport to what it is now, especially back in his prime in his early days like uh, a young a young kid just destroying um, the competition was like something that nobody had ever seen before, and I don't know. And when destroying we'll see it, again. it is putting it lightly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we have. I mean, you're not supposed to do what Tiger was doing in golf. I mean, he everyone was just showing up to get second place every time they were on. The I mean, that was event. the classic, you know, the classic like on sports center, like leading into every major was well, who are you going to take? You picking tiger or are you picking the field? Like it was the, that was always the classic question was tiger or the field. <laughs> that's how, yeah. that's how insane he was, man. And for that reason, I think he's the goat and I don't really, uh, put all that much stock into like total titles and stuff. when I'm talking about best plays. Cause I mean, for B, if, if, if tiger doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't have all those surgeries and stuff like that, are you telling me he doesn't win three or four more, you know, majors? Well, I, I, mean, well, well, I think just just from seeing what he is now, having gone through all those injuries, he would have continued to dominate up until this point. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what but, I'm saying. So, I mean, I don't. I, I think he's the goat for sure. He, but he then was, I thought he was the goat before. He's this. the goat. I, th- I yeah, I thought he was the goat, and I don't think it's really much of a debate. But then the other question I was going to ask, did Tiger win this tournament or did the other players lose it? Uh, there's a bit of both. There's a bit of both. Uh, I think it, I heard someone try and say this was like one of the first times Tigers came back to win. That yeah. most of the time, yeah, that was, most of the time, that comeback. most of the time he's won a major, he's just controlled it going into Sunday and he's never, and he's never had to come back. So, I mean, cause it kind of seemed like to me, every leader, in their own way <laughs> messed it up for themselves no i'm i mean yeah the leaders on thursday friday and saturday all all blew it in one way but guess who didn't form. blew it tiger woods, tiger woods. That's why he, <laughs> yeah that's I mean, why he yeah you know the best golfers don't make those mistakes and you know the worst golfers do i guess in a simple can, way of putting it can i also just say real quick tiger is old when he took off that hat in celebration, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" 
This guy is actually old. He is. That was not. one of the. That was the only thing that I really <laughs> took away from the Masters was that Tiger Woods. Is Tiger's going fucking hair. Bald. That and the nipples. Like, the nipples yeah. in that red yeah. shirt yeah, was nips. looking a little funny. Ma- yeah. that dude mock turtlenecks. Well, mock turtlenecks, baby. It's mock turtleneck <laughs> yeah. season. Yeah, the nipples and the guy. He's got a little bit of a gut going on right now, but uh. No, he's, he's, a on he's a dad. No, he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's a, a dad. dad. He's, he's definitely a dad. not. He's definitely not the yoke show that he was like back in the day. I and mean, he was. Thank God <laughs> he, that put him in the hospital. He was. He was ripped back in the day. Like he, yeah. Who knows? So but, the other reason I wanted to bring. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts on Tiger before we move on? If not, just cool to see. Yeah. No, oh, it was yeah. one of the coolest sports moments I've I've watched, and uh, and. If he would have gotten that ace, that oh. place would have been insane, Erupted. and that would have been in the running for like some of the, one of the best sports moments in the history yeah. of all time. I mean, I agree. that would have been crazy. I agree. Yeah. I wish that went in. That's my last thought. Man, that would have been awesome if that went in. So the other reason, so I I mainly wanted you on here for two reasons, Richard, and the first reason is to talk about the NBA and the playoffs because this was a yes. very Weird, uh, eventful week for the NBA. First yes, off, the Lakers. Stuff was going down. <laughs> uh, Magic Johnson stepped down uh, just out of the blue. Uh, they fired Luke Walton. Uh, is that it? Yeah. for the mo- uh, Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. It's hard to keep track with this organization, but uh, I do believe that's it, yes. I know you're a Luke supporter, Richard, so... I'm just not a Luke hater. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think he's gotten a a bad rap. I mean, last year, even with kind of a lopsided roster, he did really well. Uh, they played better defense than they ever should have. And I thought this year he just had a pretty badly constructed roster. And, I mean, it's hard to coach LeBron no matter who you are. And we've yeah. seen that play out at every single place he's gone. Um but no, I'm not. I'm still. I think this is the Kings. He'll be good for the Kings. I think he landed. I think he landed in a really good spot. I was kind of confused. Yeah, I think. I think he's in a better situation I I was than kinda, he was at the Lakers. I think I was kind of confused. I was confused when the Kings fired Dave Yerger because they, you know, had their most wins in 15 years and fired their yeah. coach. Which the Kings is, are on the come up, definitely. No, they're. Uh, yeah, Bagley Fox fun and to watch. Bagley Fox and Heald. Like that's a hell of a young trio to have. Yeah, so, and Harry Giles is a fourth ain't too bad either. Yeah. So what what do you guys think about Lou possibly being the Lakers coach? I don't think it's possible. I mean, everything I've heard is it's just a matter of time until they announce it. And it's literally just him and, or maybe Monty Williams. I've heard what's, I've seen nothing else. What's your else. opinion on it then? I mean, if he's supposedly he's supposedly the guy who's gotten the quote unquote best out of LeBron. And they want to get the best out of LeBron, so that's what you do. I mean, there's, I mean, yes, people can question people can question him as a coach, but really and truly, when you have LeBron on the team, I, I mean, I hate to say it, like the coach isn't that big of the a coach factor. Comes second, I mean, the he coach like, comes second. I mean, he made Eric Spolstra look like a good coach. He, made, yeah. like <laughs> he, like that's. I mean, Ty Lue, Ty Lue's a player's coach. He's very well-liked throughout the NBA by a lot of players, including LeBron. I mean, when when they retired Ty Lue's number here at Nebraska two years ago, they had 
a, a tribute video with people like saying congratulations. The first person was Doc Rivers, and the second person was LeBron. And it's just they're they're obviously really tight, and I think it's kind of what you almost have to do. Yeah, unless you're getting a top five coach in the NBA, which I mean they're just secured right now. You're not going to get a top five coach. All you're looking for is a guy who can get along with LeBron, command his attention and respect, which is not easy to get. Uh, I mean, LeBron forced David Blatt out of Cleveland to get Ty Lue as the head coach. Um, I think that relationship is important. Uh, Like Bigelow said, it's LeBron. All you need to do is a guy who sits at the end of the bench who can look like he's coaching and then keep the team together. So I I think it's fine, yeah. Um, so really quick also, Richard, um, I was talking to Biggs about this, explain your whole thing with how the Lakers have a horrible youth, uh, thing and their whole thing with D'Angelo Russell and how he's blossoming into a star and just your whole take on that. Cause it was interesting when you told me, well, um, where do I want to start? Well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> first of all. What I what I what I say all the time is the Lakers don't even have a shooting coach. They, I yeah. mean every, every. I mean you decent, can tell because Alonzo Ball. Yes, <laughs> and and I mean yeah okay everyone has different personnel and stuff like that but the Lakers have like a billion dollar TV contract. They have all the brand power in the world. They should be doing everything they can to develop young players, and it just hasn't been the case. And they've drafted well. But how much progress have we seen Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball? I re- really like the most important piece that has gotten better year by year is Josh Hart. And he's <laughs> a good bench player, you know? I mean, to uh, be I mean, fair, Josh though, Hart, Ingram- Josh Hart's just a guy who busts his ass. He proved that at yeah. Villanova, and he's doing that in the NBA. And, yes, like, the thing exactly. is, like, I mean, I agree 100%. Like, obviously, their player development is not is – not, up to par and i think the the issue with magic was not the business side you can't you can't downplay what magic has done as a businessman he's a successful businessman the he's still got his stake in the dodgers i think he like franchises starbucks or some shit like he's he's a successful businessman it's just his basketball decisions are what were the downfall of his tenure in my opinion and yes so then richard to to go off what you said how would you explain kyle kuzma uh ingram has gotten better um compared to last season especially um and the season before that which is really underwhelming i mean i'm not saying he's good but he's definitely average slash slightly above average at this point so what would you say to me saying that ingram kuzma Josh Hart, Lonzo has p- progressed in everything except his shooting, I think. Um, Which how- will keep him off the floor in playoff scenarios. I mean, look, I don't want to get on a tangent about Lonzo Ball because I actually really like him, but yeah. ben, well, Simmons, yeah. ben Simmons is one of the most talented prospects we've seen in a while, and the guy can't shoot, and not even that, will refuse to shoot. And it's becoming a serious problem for the Sixers. I mean, you watch their games. The spacing is terrible. Uh, that's why That's why the, the no-shooting coach thing appalls me. We all knew Lonzo couldn't shoot. Why the hell they didn't just pull out the biggest paycheck that that they could possibly get and go out and get, like, Chip England from the Spurs or something, like one of the best shooting coaches in the league. I don't know why that didn't happen. Um, 
but also about magic, you know, uh, you know, him saying that he wants to, you know, go tweet at players and mentor them. And that's why he quit the job. I mean, that was a load of shit. Oh, it was a cop. But... It was a bad cop out. I want to go. <laughs> but... I want to go have fun. I like yeah. to tweet. Like, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> but, you know, when you're like a GM or president of basketball ops, like, I don't know how much you know about that position, but those guys kind of hate their lives. I mean, it's not a, it's oh, not it's, a glam, yeah, it's, it's not a glamorous job. It's a high uh, demand job. You have to sit there and instead of going and being on front row at Dodger Stadium in front of the TV or whatever, you have to go travel to St. John's and watch prospects in your free time. And I just don't think Magic wanted to do that, which I don't blame him. He's Magic Johnson. And from all he, and from all accounts, he didn't do a whole lot of it. No, no. I, it, the reporting says actually absolutely none of it. Um, so that's one problem. Uh, so I think in the long run, it's 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 good that he's out as long as you make a good follow up hire. Yeah. Um, or will they even make a hire? Because there are a bunch of people out in L.A. who think they're just going to let Palenka run the team. Oh, when Palenka, when Palenka, he should be gone too. Yeah. <laughs> he should be gone too. I mean, that and I, whole that whole front office is just. It's a mess. Ever since the problem, the problem with the Lakers is they just buy into their own Lakers exceptionalism far too much. I mean, they they need they well Magic and Palinka pushed out uh, Mr. Bus and all his front well, office. Je- yeah, Jeannie Jeannie fired her brother. <laughs> yeah, fired her brother, and then so she goes so she goes and turns to the number one Laker of all time. Who I mean that was a somewhat defensible decision at the time. And then Rob Palinka just because he was Kobe's agent. I mean, uh, and I mean, I'm not saying Palinka isn't a, in a, isn't a good dude, smart guy, but reporting also says that he, over his career as an agent and stuff, he's rubbed people a lot the wrong way. So when it came to trade talks and communicating with other teams, they just didn't want to deal with them because they don't like the guy. Uh, so I, I mean, if I was the Lakers, I, I'd just clean him out too Go pay someone. I don't know. Offer offer RC Buford the biggest check he's ever seen in his life. I don't I don't care what it has to take. Well, I think or I, or I, I mean there are two I mean, I know this is like the dream. Not the dream, but I mean there are two executives, one former, one still sitting executive, who have strong ties to the Lakers who you could give a, you could at least give a call to and if you can't give them a huge check you can at least get their input on what they think should happen to the franchise and that's Pat Pat Riley and Phil Jackson. And I know yeah. Phil Jackson's track record in New York wasn't great but he's still one of the best damn basketball minds of all time. He's high out of his mind on an island somewhere in the middle of nowhere <laughs> oh, right yeah. now. No, he's he's, he's in out, no shape. He's out <laughs> he's out in Arizona just eating peyote until the sun goes down. But yeah, I mean, he's on an ayahuasca trip as we speak. On a so. on a vision quest. That's what Phil's yeah. Phil's doing. He's on Honestly, <laughs> they need to go get Bob Myers of the Warriors because Bob Myers has said in the past that like one of his dream jobs is the Lakers, and he's he's not like Magic. Not that that's a bad thing, but he's not like Magic where he he needs to be out in front of everyone. He has no problem doing the dirty work. And no, stuff. he just think, wor- he just works in silence, and he ends up yes. getting Kevin Durant and Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> Yes, and people respect him, and players respect him, and shit that matters. Well, I, 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 I think another huge problem with the Lakers, just to like tie this off, because I don't want to. Not that many people are Lakers fans, so I don't want to linger on it too long. But just to tie it off, I think the Lakers have the mindset like you know we're the Lakers, we're gonna be fine. But yes. at what point do you 
stop that mindset and say, okay, we need to actually bring in people who can actually make us the Lakers again because the Lakers have not been the Lakers for five or six years. There needs to be, I mean, there needs to be a vision. And, yeah. it, and it just it can't be like right now. Yeah, the there, only there is vision, no vision. You're exactly right. Is we are the Lakers. We're the Lakers. It will work <laughs> out. <laughs> Everything will be fine. We're the most historic franchise in the NBA. Fuck the Celtics. Um, <laughs> we're the most historic head to head titles, bro. Head to head titles. <laughs> head to head titles. That's all head I gotta to, say. And and total titles, right? Or well, we Rich, I nah. specifically remember like 20 minutes ago you said you didn't compare titles when it came to arguments of greatness. So individual players, no, but teams, absolutely. Oh, all right. Fuck me. Well, then, I mean, right? <laughs> one player. I don't. I don't believe in defining one player off how Rings. how much they win. Yeah. Uh, but when you're talking about a team with the only goal is to win titles, Celtics don't don't you know nobody does better than Boston. No, That's the, all I can say. The, the real goal is friendship. <laughs> titles don't matter if you're friends. Well, Lakers are failing at that too. And also, if you want to talk about front offices with a vision, what funny you bring up the Boston Celtics because you know they arguably have made some of the best decisions in basketball the past couple years. Shout out to Danny for uh, pulling some strings. Trader Danny. Trader Danny. But uh, that'll uh, so yeah, the Nets so, are only um, down six to the Sixers right now. But yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's all I got. I, I was going to ask you guys about the playoffs. Um, I mean, are we doubting the Warriors at all? Is it going to be maybe a Bucks here? Um, doubting is a strong word, um, but I do believe the door worried. is open. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's as in doubt as it has been through this yeah. run. Um, I'd agree. And not only the Bucks, I think the Bucks could do it, although... Never being on that stage scares me. NBA history says, even with the Warriors, the Warriors had a great run in them. We believe Warriors. Um, but at some point, you just need that experience. Uh, well, that's why I was I was going to bet on the Spurs. Because the Spurs have been there, done that. I can't even count how many times. Yeah. Whereas the Nuggets, you know. The Nuggets are good, yeah. but the Spurs are the Spurs. Well, I mean, yeah. almost every every team in the West hasn't exactly been there, done that, except for the Warriors, a few members of the Spurs, and that's about it. I mean, we- I will say, people are sleeping on the Rockets too much. I think, I think people kind of rule them out just because of what we saw last year without Chris um, Paul. Yes, and in fairness, Warriors didn't have Iguodala either, but still. Uh, you know, 27 straight mysteries and the Warriors move on. Uh, and people act like that was, that series was just a given. Like, the Warriors were down by double digits going into the fourth quarter. That was at, at, in, in both games, six and seven. Yep. Um, I would not rule out the Rockets. I think they're really good. And Harden is on another level, and he's playing with a different attitude. And, man, I just watched him smoke the Jazz last night, and they were clicking on all cylinders. Um, Bro, fuck they're going to be Harden. tough. He's a bitch. Disagree. Love Harden. His his uh, half his points are free throws, man. Why is that a bad thing? He's the because best at getting to the free throw line. Because it's cheap. That's the best percentage shot in basketball, my friend. That's yeah, good offense. Like, I don't like Steph Curry either because he just shoots threes. Oh, bad so who, take. So who do you get like? off this pod? So how <laughs> do, do I like? you like Lonzo Ball? I like so you um, like you like losers. I like I like Damian Lillard. 
I like I agree with that. Lillard's um, underrated. Not a huge fan of Westbrook, but I respect the fuck out of him. Uh, and Giannis, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, what do you guys think about the Raptors? I w- I wish there was any ounce of me that could genuinely be worried about the Toronto Raptors. There just isn't. So on paper, I think they're the best team in the East. Um, Kawhi rested like twenty games, and they were still only like three or four games behind the Bucks for the one seed. I think they're really good, but it's playoffs, and we'll see. But I will have to insert the audio here of the guy's rant about. Kyle Lowry on Twitter. That shit's <laughs> hilarious. I don't know if yeah. you guys have seen that. I had seven points. That's three buckets. I can give you that. If you give me a hundred million, I give you seven buckets consistently. I give you more. You give me three hundred million. I'm I'm pulling like Steph Curry. Man, I seen Rondo shoot better, and we ain't never heard of Rondo shooting. D-Wade, 34, broke knees. I bet you he give you a better performance than Kyle Lowry in the playoffs. Kyle is the worst player in the playoffs ever. I take bench players. I'm talking killer Kyle Corver. Killer Kyle Corver. Oh, my Kyle Lowry. I take killer Kyle. I take Darren Williams. I know he trash, but at least I know this. I'm not expecting nothing from terrible. I expect greatness. Kyle Lowry sucks. Oh, man. Yeah, playoff Lowry was bad. I mean, zero points was just, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, that's just how it gets for the Raptors in the playoffs, I feel like. Yeah, so real quick, I know I know Chris is probably getting bored as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So before Who's we talk, your finals pick, Chris? <clears throat> Warriors versus Globetrotters, right? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> he has the Pistons going all the way. <laughs> I mean... I, I did watch a Milwaukee game, and I feel like they could. They're, they're pretty good. I watched a Milwaukee game. That's your entire argument for picking the Bucks in the finals. He's not wrong. You're right. Milwaukee he, yo, is good. He's, he's oh, I know. No. They are yep. good, but that's that's, that's solid analysis. And that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, uh, his I mean, his dumbass analysis got him uh, Virginia to win in the title game. Uh, so that's true. You know, just Chris, roll with it, Chris. Whoever yeah. you're pick, I'm picking from now on when it comes to basketball. <laughs> Just um, dumb luck. So I was going to say, um, I do want to touch on soccer, but before we do that, since Chris hasn't talked for a while, we can talk about um, the new trailer that dropped that's got the internet <coughs> up in flames. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Um, what did you guys think about it? First impressions. I mean, I'm going to be 100% honest. I have only seen the first three. Like, well, no, no, no. One, two, three, or four, five, six? The original four, or the original three. I'm sorry. So, Chris, come on. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) I just fucking (laughs) stopped. He has seen every Friday the 13th, but he's only seen uh, three or four. I just stopped a 30 minute discussion about sports that you didn't touch on at all (laughs) until the very end to jump to maybe the most mainstream topic in the fucking universe in Star Wars. I've only seen the first three. Thanks, Chris. I love what you contribute to this podcast. But what did did you you watch the trailer, trailer? Chris? Yeah. God damn it, dude. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I did look at the new game. Like I 
EA's what is that? Fallen Order or something? Yeah, Fallen Order. It's going to be com- completely single player, no microtransactions. Supposedly, I'm yeah. calling that. I'm calling that they're yeah. And you can add him but, on PlayStation at Fresh Pod sixty nine. Change really want to play. Change with him. his PlayStation name to just an all timer. Um, but no. Uh, so what did uh, Chris? You can leave the leave the chat. F's why don't chat. Why don't you pull it up on YouTube and give us your uh, live reactions? And uh, how about you, Bigelow? What did you think about the trailer? I liked it. I uh, I definitely. I, Teaser, have, I, guess. I it was a little a bit of a tease. I watched it. I watched it a few times. Like I first time, obviously, my immediate reaction was "Holy, holy cow!" Like this looks pretty damn good. And then you know when when you go into full out nerd mode and you're pausing it to you know see all the little things that are frame going, by frame, frame by frame, yeah. all the little things that are going on. The you know? solo blaster and the lightsaber. Oh yeah, Han, yes. Han's blaster and Luke's lightsaber, like that. You know, got my ner- inner nerd going but uh i mean like yeah i think it's gonna i me, me matt you and i had this conversation like i feel like it's gonna be a ton of just fan, just, of just yeah. fan service to oh, make to make up for everything that god I as hope not. to to to, <laughs> yeah. to make up for everything that as uh central high legend is jj that central high legend scott yeah. wilson referred to on my facebook as the steaming pile that was the last jedi so um, <laughs> I, I, I just want to touch on that fan service thing real quick i am not a jj abrams fan by any means i think his entire career has been built on overrated built on building promises he can't deliver on uh asking questions that he doesn't know the answer to uh just being an overall hack and taking from nostalgia um whether that be with his actual good movies star trek uh i consider super eight a pretty good movie uh but both based from nostalgia um, and the Force Awakens is no exception. I mean, um, except for like Richard said, the first hour of the Force Awakens is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then it just dives into this whole rehashing of A New Hope, and and everybody collectively in the theater just kind of went, "Huh, meh." <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm really hoping that's not what they do with nine. Um, but I will say, seeing Lando made my Jimmy's Russell. And hearing that Palpatine laugh, man, oh, oh like it just looks so good. Like I don't I have wait. any expectations or uh, things I need to see out of the movie. Uh, all I wanted to see uh, was Luke coming back in some way, Force Vision, Force Ghost, something, and they had to somehow work Palpatine back in. Oh, I think we're fully we're gonna be fully torqued on uh, Force Ghosts. I think it's gonna yes. be. Uh, whole bunch of force ghosts because kylo kylo's mask getting put back together i think that might lead into some possible uh you know story time with grandpa anakin's ghost i think that yes. might that might lead into something bring back hayden christensen <laughs> dude Please. hayden christensen can't catch a break after that fucking role give him the goddamn job back you know you can pay him millions to bring him back yeah i just want because anakin skywalker from the original trilogy no matter what your opinions are on the original trilogy, Anakin Skywalker is a good character. Great and, character. And uh, he will forever be re- remembered in the hearts of Star Wars fans. So you might as well just fucking make me rock hard and give me some goddamn fan service. Um, I but hate then also, that hard. Yeah. 
Hashtag make Matt hard again. <laughs> 20, 20, 2019. Um, no, but so. God damn it, Matt. So what do you think about. Um, so the last Jedi obviously went off in a different direction than most people were ex- expecting as as the saying goes, uh, subverting expectations. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are worried about episode nine, JJ unraveling pretty much everything that Ryan Johnson was going for. Well, I mean, Ryan Ryan Johnson, although like kind of shit on the kind of things that were implied that JJ was trying to maybe, allude to after implied i mean he just threw some shit up in the air i mean yeah ryan deal with that i mean i mean but like the biggest thing that people point to and i'm not gonna like say i'm defending one way or another but the biggest question after seven was what's ray's deal like who like what's her parentage thing like is she a kenobi skywalker whatever the hell and And see that wasn't my biggest question at all really i didn't really care that much about it i I didn't care about that at all either actually uh i'm glad her parents were nobodies i thought it actually made for a better story some shit and that's gonna be some plot twist and she's gonna turn out to be a fucking skywalker if she's a skywalker i'm gonna i'm gonna be pissed I yeah, think it's because, just a better story without it. But. Like, uh, everything that Ryan Johnson did to unravel Star Wars, I mean, you can't deny the fact there are multiple plot holes in The Last Jedi, and you can't deny the fact that it totally ignored a lot of the lore of Star Wars, especially Or the with, fact that Rose said that we had to fight with love. I almost blew my brains <laughs> out in the theater <laughs> when I the heard that. that or, or the fact that Finn and Rose were... were uh, battling politics on a planet while the fucking yeah. star cruiser save is in the space. horses. Yeah, save basically. Them. No, but um, <laughs> aside from all of that, you can't deny the fact that Ryan Johnson tried to make it his own thing, and he definitely accomplished that and expanded the universe, expanded what we knew about Star Wars, which I appreciate. Yeah, but like to just completely go back on all of that, which I have a feeling is going to happen. At the end of the day, I'm probably not going to be that upset about it because my little Star Wars uh, penis gets hard for anything that's related to Lando flying the Millennium Falcon with Chewie again um, or Palpatine laughing. Um, Like, I'm going to like it either way. I I like Star Wars, but I just really hope that it's good. So I have a question. (laughs) I hope it's good as well. Yeah. Since you guys know all about Star Wars, so the original three four, five, and six, in what order am I supposed to watch these movies in? Four, like, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight. Okay. Um, I mean, you already... I, I, I would say no. Uh, I guess you've already seen it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I honestly don't think the order matters all that much. I mean, obviously, unless you're watching like three... Five, one. Obviously, don't do that. But but if you want to yeah, get super, but if much. you want to get super detailed and include the spinoffs, you got you go Rogue One, New uh, Four, Five, Six, One, Two, Three, Seven, Eight. I think you should just watch Rogue One anyway because I think it's one of the best Star Wars films that I was ever made. I think 100%. that's a really good movie. Um, <laughs> Which one? See, see I, Rogue One. I kind of Rogue disagree. One. I think the last what ten minutes of the movie really sealed it. I mean, that ending is amazing, but I don't know if the rest of the story was necessarily that great. I mean, it was a good movie, but I I wouldn't put it in my top half, probably. 
of Star Wars. That's movies. bold. I think it's definitely in my top half, but there are some stinkers down at the bottom. There are some. <laughs> there are some flaming piles down at the bottom. And I love there. them. I love the stinkers, but that, they are bad. That, that's the thing, man. At, at the end of the day, no matter what fucking Star Wars movie comes out, I liked Solo. Like oh, yeah. Solo. Solo was a fun movie. Solo was time. enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Um, they're fun movies. They're for kids at the end of the day. Like they're for like the yes. eight to twelve age range. So these these forty year old men getting upset about Star Wars <laughs> being like, dude, it's a movie. Like at the end of the day, just go watch it and have a good time. But my but my fandom. But my fandom, man. <laughs> yeah. I love and am semi obsessed with Star Wars because Episode three came out on my birthday, and I took all my friends to see it in the theater, and that yep. was like one of the most memorable days as a kid. That's why Star- I love Star Wars. Star I don't give Wars a shit three, about man. these forty-year-olds. As a kid, Star Wars three was insane. You like that 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 fight sequence at the end of Episode oh. three? You really cannot get a better Star Wars no. moment than that. No, and that set the bar so high because that was the first movie Star Wars movie I saw in the theater. And like that set the bar so high that ever since then everything's been downhill. Yep. I mean, I just, I'm, all I'm saying is I'm just glad I wasn't alive to camp out to see the Phantom Menace. That's all I. That's, I just, I'm <laughs> yeah. just really glad I wasn't around to be one of the people who camped out for days in advance to see the Phantom Menace. I de- I defend the Phantom Menace. I think Attack of the Clones is by far the worst Star Wars movie, um, and I oh, come probably on, haven't man. watched you, it. In you gotta have some love for Attack years. of the Clones. No, I, I, I mean, no there's love some, at all. There's space some fun politics. Parts. Woo! Um, but space politics. It's definitely my least favorite. I, I don't mind the Phantom Menace, um, but it's not good. I'll tell you that. Okay, so uh, let's. Tr- speaking of fandom, and uh, this will this will be something that'll get old old Chris to perk her up. Oh, there! Look at his head! Look at his head! It went up. <laughs> He's excited. He wants to talk. So uh, Sunday was not just uh, about Tiger. I think Sunday might have been an all-time, one of the best days. Uh, started with Tiger in the morning, NBA playoffs and NHL in, in playoffs in between. And, of course, it culminated with the season premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones. Uh, and I know, Spoiler talk ahead. Spoiler warning if you have not uh, watched or you're not caught up on Thrones, we're going to discuss the first episode. So if you haven't watched it, sorry. Uh, there will be a time code in the description for when you can skip to, because I know this is a big thing for a lot of people, and I don't want to mess up any any of your days. So, Chris, thoughts? Yes. You know, uh, I really... This this season is the first season that I've watched like actually live. So. I forgot what your voice sounded like. Thanks. It's a Thanks, it's alive. It's alive. Uh, it speaks. But you know, the anticipation was real. I was really excited. Uh the first 15 minutes, I mean it it kind of dragged, but the music was pretty good with, you know, all the inter- introductions and everything. <laughs> Who says like, that? <laughs> bro, what? Like there was a new intro. Yeah. Brand new That's animation sequence of uh, for the intro for the intro music. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I really liked 
I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was a really good episode. Um, Jon Snow finally, finally, uh, <laughs> what so, the fuck? Oh, <laughs> so I just lost, so real quick, I just Richard, lost my, Richard, you're, you're not caught up. So a big spoiler, close. a big spoiler that happens. We find out that Daenerys Targaryen is actually Jon Snow's aunt. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I heard John Snow some is is Agar Targaryen. He is the rightful Aegon. heir to the throne. Aegon Targaryen. Oh, now you want to correct? Oh, uh, now, now you, you want to correct? Say something <laughs> after Chris, the, after you literally no, just I, sat there for like I'm, two minutes and just bullshitted your way, Mister no, Mister Thrones know, fanboy, oh who we set up on a silver platter to talk about <laughs> Thrones. I liked the music. I guess I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was good. And then as soon as we actually put in some fucking, <laughs> no. oh like, interesting God. shit about it, well, Chris actually. goes, oh. <laughs> 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 Okay, that's funny. Go, Chris. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> talk about the episode. Hey, what did you, it's your floor, what specific, man. No, what specifically brand, did you like? The One of the funniest things that happened during the episode was just Bran was just in the courtyard for the entire episode because he didn't have a ramp to get anywhere. <laughs> they just left him out there. Uh, I actually saw yeah. a tweet about that. I got to read this to you. Oh, it was, like, was <laughs> how many wheelchair ramps Winterfell got this dude Bran everywhere. Yeah, dude, I saw, some, I saw something. It was a GoFundMe. It said build Bran a ramp to get him out of the courtyard. And it was a, a fake GoFundMe. But uh, no, that was that was the big cliffhanger at the end was uh, Bran and uh, Bran staring into Jamie Lannister's soul at the end. Uh, that was the big cliffhanger. Uh, is that the first time uh, they've seen each other since the uh, since the incident? incident? Yes, yeah. that is yeah. that is the the, the first inciting incident. Yeah, the uh, yeah incestuous incident. Yeah, back when uh, Bran Bran did a little cock blocking, um, and during that moment, echoing in the distance, the curb your enthusiasm theme song plays. <laughs> that was be- that was that was beautiful. That was one of the yeah. best things I saw last night. But yeah, we get you got a bunch of you got family reunions. You got John and Arya seeing each other for the first time in quite a while. Arya is definitely uh, not who she was the last time. John saw her. Uh, John riding a dragon. Yeah, we're gonna J- talk about John that? riding a dragon and uh, the dragon like getting all cute, getting all, <laughs> getting all cutesy when uh, John's getting, the dragon was like when, he, when they're kissing when he's kissing his aunt uh, <laughs> or kissing well, his mom. Well, yeah, the yeah, like his his fucking cousin is. You know, banging his mom, his co- just making yeah. eye contact in the background. Yeah, just, his cousin, yo, man, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's my mom. I saw the picture. <laughs> I saw a picture of the the dragon, and it was the the line from Step Brothers. I'm not gonna call him dad, even if there's a fire. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. that's funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna um, not gonna call him but dad. No, one thing, one thing that I did want to touch on and get your opinion on. What do you think about? Because, you know, we haven't seen Ghost in a while. And do you think it, that's just a CGI th- or a CGI budget type of thing that they're not wanting to include that in the story? Because, I mean... Ghost is Arya's wolf, correct? No. It's Ghost John's. is John's wolf. Yeah. Nymeria think- is uh, Arya's wolf. So they're both still alive or is there only one wolf? Nymeria... 
Nymeria is supposedly still alive, running a in the woods. In the woods, running with yeah. like other wolves and ghost. Supposedly, I always thought that he was at Castle Black with all the the Night's Watch. I and we, ghost died. I mean, uh-uh. No, it's because the last time that we saw it was uh, at Craster's Keep when uh, they went up and killed everyone. The last time you saw it, pronouns, Chris. Ghost, sorry. Ghost has feelings, you inconsiderate ass. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know. I mean, no, I, 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 I honestly have no clue. Like I just said, I, I thought he was dead or something. But yeah. uh, he'll probably tie into the story. At some They'll point. find some way. I mean, the, the, yeah. basically, their ultimate goal is to wrap up every storyline. Yeah. In this season. But, oh yeah. I mean, there's only five episodes this season, and they have to fit. But you three know. of them are an hour and twenty minutes. So. Yeah, because here, like, what yeah. I thought last night, like, I, like, it's I, I thought this, and then I heard it put into words earlier today, and I completely agreed. Was you know when the first episode spent a little too much time for me on characters that I really don't give a shit about, uh, such as yeah. the, such as the Greyjoys. Like, get them off my screen, please. I'm yeah, really, really cares? not too not too invested in the Greyjoys. But uh, what are our thoughts on... Dude, uh, what do you mean? You're on Greyjoy. Fucked the queen. Well, that was what I <laughs> what was... What are you talking that was about, what, man? That was what I was gonna, <laughs> what I was gonna transition to. I, I think I'm, I'm kind of let down that uh, Cersei didn't get her elephants. I thought that was a blue ball. A little bit of a tease yeah. that Cersei didn't get her elephants. And mostly because, like, what I thought was, like, I thought of a White Walker elephant, and I thought just of how batshit insane that would look, and I just was like, I need this. And for her to get uh, let down and not get her elephants, I was kind of disappointed there. Well, I think what what you said to me before we started recording about Tinder bias. Oh, no. The, oh, oh so yeah. Cersei, accurate. I mean, like... The proof that all girls are the same was Cersei. Cersei, <laughs> Cersei looking no was oh, Cut I, off, sis. oh I bet that was what was said when Cersei looks at your at Euron in the face and says, "If you want a whore, buy her. If you want a queen, earn her." And then she can't. And then and, they fuck. And then they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he can't can't leave the room without looking. And he's like, "Yup, I'm getting it done today. I'm go, I'm getting the queen today." And yeah, uh, <laughs> but I mean to to uh, to be clear once again, we do not objectify women. We do but not. at the same time, all women and, are the same. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is that that line is every girl who wants to pretend they're hard to get Twitter bio for the rest of time. Not Twitter, Tinder. Yeah. If you want a whore, yeah. buy her. I, if you want, a I queen, can imagine if, if Vine if Vine was still around, they'd have edits. Of Cersei with like weird ass video effects with like I don't know Khaled playing underneath it, and then that clip of her saying saying that line. Yeah, I mean this episode, that episode, this episode was basically just filled with a bunch of sexual tension, while also like laying out everything. There was obviously the stuff with John and Danny. There was the Cersei and Euron stuff. I mean, even like Sansa and Gendry were kind of like giving each other the eye, you know, and like I don't. I, I'm not, you know, I don't need that to grow legs, but even that was a part of the... Uh, oh, oh, do you mean um, Arya and Arya Gendry? Gendry? I said Sansa, didn't I? No. Chris, I was surprised you didn't correct him. No, I liked I, the... I was going to... Shut you were, up, man. You were you going to it. I actually liked... I liked one of my favorite scenes. I liked the back and forth between Sansa and Tyrion. I liked that. Like, just Sansa's snark 
you know, get it. Instead Sansa of star, is snark. queen. But I mean, she she's got a retort for everybody, man. She's got some kind of response to she, just. And she's <laughs> she's got she's got a lot of bones to pick. No, she. Yeah. Both I those mean, Stark girls have bones to pick, man. Like they've just. Oh man. But no, uh, yeah, the trailer for next week does look like it will uh, up the ante quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it looks like watch Jamie's going to be put on trial when he gets to, I mean, he's um, already at Winterfell. Spoilers, you fucking asshole. We gave a spoiler you, warning, dumbass. Yeah, we gave a spoiler warning. <laughs> but I don't want to know. You didn't see that. You didn't watch oh the trailer. You didn't watch on. the entire episode. You just can't wait a week without watching a trailer. Why do you need a trailer for something you're going to see in a week? It's after the show. It's, like it yeah, goes. They show it. Turn it off. It's called marketing, Matt. But yeah, I guess Cersei has someone hunting, uh, hunting Tyrion, and uh, yeah, stuff is gonna happen next week. It'll get uh, definitely. Yeah, I think the next couple episodes, like this one and the next. Well, the one after next, the, the one after the next one's the the battle. So yeah. that'll yeah, be. Yeah, so it's going to be a little. I think it's going to be. How do you guys know? Because we watched the trailer for next week. That's so you already meant. know what what the what, what yeah. the episode for two weeks from now is going to be. They said it like it's there's it's no confirmed. way they it's, put anything into trailers. I mean. They know everything is going to get dissected. They they gave you a little. Oh yeah, no, there's nothing, yeah, nothing, no mean, nothing meaningful. I mean, obviously, they just showed what obviously is going to happen with Jamie Lannister coming to the Starks. Like that's just naturally yeah, Jamie what, Lannister cooming, cooming all over the Starks. But um, <laughs> yeah, that does it for Thrones talk. Um, um, although we are not on a time limit, we have been recording for 50 minutes. So let's move on to, we could talk a little bit about, uh, the champions league. Uh, we can, uh, and how soccer are you, in general, soccer, how are you feeling about your boys chances? Is this, uh, tomorrow well, or sir, sir, Alex, uh, traveled with the team to Barcelona. Uh, and I will be watching this game. And I'm a good luck charm. Uh, not because we win, but because, you know, I'm charming. Barca 3-1. Well, you just said Barca, so I don't take any of your fucking opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Barca. You... So Barcelona and Man United play tomorrow? Yes. And um, Juventus Ajax, I think. Uh, I think so, yeah, because I think yeah. Liverpool play on Wednesday. Um, yes, indeed. I think uh, I'm still confident. I think a one to zero going into it is not a bad lead to be down by. So, you know what? I'm taking Man United just because we got Sir Alex with us. But Liverpool is also doing some stuff. Trumps with a brilliant cross to the far post. Salah's going to have a go! Absolutely sensational from the I don't know if you noticed, we, Bigelow. Uh, yeah, I have noticed. We are doing some stuff. We look. We look. This is the best I think Liverpool's looked in a very long time, man. Yeah, top form. They look really good. Uh, it was good to see Salah stick it to Chelsea on Sunday. That's not related to the Champions League, but that goal was still absolutely filthy. Electric call on it too. I mean, that was an absolute rocket. 
but uh but uh no man porto i mean i i predicted i think on the last time we talked about soccer i think i said i think i said 3-0 and uh i think we didn't score in the first game i think it was a what no it was 2-0 so uh, yeah we just need one we just need one so uh yeah, I'm not too worried about Porto. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone is. So, uh, but no, we look really good, and I think the chances of the bottling that you hope for are dwindling more and more day by day. You think they're you you think they're going to take the title over Man City? I think they are, man. I just am barring some catastrophic injury or unforeseen. Cir- I mean, I think. The form that our front three are in, and for the I mean, for the first time in a while, I I'm super confident in our defending man. Like I feel like I haven't seen Alexander Arnold. Virgil is incredible. Van Dyke is insane. He might be yeah. the best defender in the insane. world. And yeah. Alexander Arnold, who's a young pup, he look he's back from injury and he looks really good. And I I'm I just like what I see right now, and I'll I'll believe it when I see it. If I can celebrate a title. I will be very, very, very happy. But uh, yeah, well, I just think your your guys's ultimate change that has really changed the game has been the Allison signing because your your goalkeeper situation was atrocious. Oh yeah, for, I mean that was the, the missing piece. Time. That was the missing piece forever. It was you, we needed to strengthen the back line and get a goalkeeper that wasn't Belgian and and insanely bad. So I mean it was just I mean we yeah we. We brought out the pocketbook in the offseason, but I'm confident in the front office. They've made a bunch of really good moves recently. I mean, it's hard to argue with many of the moves they've made in the last three or four years. So I'm confident, and I'm very happy with the product that's been on the field. Sweet. Well, now I think we've gotten all of our sports talk done after 50 – what are we at? 50? 50, 57. Seven. can come back now. 57 minutes um oh yeah Yeah, chris you really gotta i can't even see either of you guys yeah Yeah, are you in a cave (laughs) yeah some someone forgot to pay the bills here so okay uh, (laughs) okay um so real quick um how do you guys feel about Disney Plus. I mean, we another damn streaming service I have to pay yeah, for. for for six dollars. Yeah, it's only six bucks though. Yeah, a month. Yeah, to start. Are, are you getting like everything? Like it's it's a streaming service, so it's gonna be like, is it like? I mean, all the, the base, the base that I from what I've read, the base like package is all the Disney content, all the content they acquired from Fox the Marvel stuff and then like some national geographic stuff for six, Hmm. for six 99. And supposedly it's, it's supposedly it's ad free. And then supposedly they're also going to like, there's going to be obviously like bundles with Hulu. I think is what I read. But I mean, I, Hmm. I mean, I we learn nothing from the monopoly board game. Why are we letting Disney have all this power? I mean, they're rich, I but mean, I mean, they are owning the world. They do. Yeah. They do kind yeah, of own the world. <laughs> Eventually, like I think, independent film is the only fucking hope for original ideas. Yeah, 
because Disney's just going to rehash Independent a bunch of shit. films and SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> That's all the hope we've got. No, YouTubers <laughs> and SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. Logan Paul is my daddy. And I will and I will praise any content that he makes. You, it's every day, bro, with you, that Disney Channel flow. All right, we did not need that. Um, well, I mean, yeah, indie movies, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, and SoundCloud rappers are the only, the last hope for society. Yeah, speaking of speaking of Twitch, didn't we? Uh, we went live last night, didn't we, Bigelow? Oh, are you guys do going to do a shameless plug? We right are going to do a shameless plug, <laughs> even though uh, we played awful and yeah, our, uh, we... Mc, our McDonald's Wi-Fi that runs like it's routed <laughs> through a baked potato uh, yeah. didn't allow both of us to stream last night. Uh, we might be in the future tossing up some streams of Apex Legends on PlayStation 4. Uh, when yes, we, we do, are. we'll tweet out the links to those streams at Let's Boogie Pod on Twitter. Shameless plug. And if you have any interest in playing and are a PlayStation 4 player, just like we said earlier, you can add Christopher as uh, his PS- <laughs> PSN name is, yes, this is really it, FreshPod69. And my PlayStation name is an average white kid. This has been Shameless Plug. Plugs, yeah. <laughs> um, but real ones, uh, the real content was back in the day when me and Richard still played PlayStation. When 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 we got some squads going up on Fortnite, that the was Fortnite the real content. Days. Yeah, that was some real content. So I mean, nowadays you just have to deal with Chris and Bigelow, obviously the least entertaining people on this podcast, um, and know, the worst know, mic situation. Yeah, I know how to. Use, I know how to use words. So. I can yeah. I can speak. I know how to Words voice. I know how to voice my opinion. Night, so, so do you guys? Do you guys murder someone? No, that screaming in the background. No, no, that's just that's just my dog. <laughs> I thought that was police sirens. I legit thought it was police. Sirens. I thought it was too. To be honest, I got and police I'm in the sirens same house. going on around me. Oh, that might be you then, Richard. Yeah, probably me. The main um, streets of Iowa City. Yeah, it's tough so, out here. A quick, a quick um, political question: How do you guys feel about future President Andrew Yang? Who is this? Andrew Yang? Oh. You don't know who Andrew Yang is? You got to get on Andrew Yang, my dude. He's gonna give every American ten ten thousand dollars a year or month. Really? I think really? it's thousand dollars a month. Universal basic hmm. income. He's on that yep. train. Yep. How do you feel I don't about hate- that? I don't hate the idea of universal basic. I mean, it's, it's going to have to happen at some point. We're not going to be able are, to pay for it, but I like the idea. We can't pay for shit, but we still pay for everything, you know? Yeah, uh, But we're going to have to, I think, I don't know anything about any of this stuff, but my uh, very uninformed opinion is that uh, we're going to have to figure it out because half of us aren't even going to have jobs in 50 years, so... Yeah, uh, it's not I mean, a bad idea. Yeah, the world. Elon be Musk a ruin. is taking over the planet. <laughs> yes, he is. Tesla is um, going to be the, the the downfall of everything, but at the same time, the savior of everything else. Yeah. No, but um, every, every every opinion here is is completely uninformed. I am all aboard the Andrew Yang train. Dude seems like a cool dude. He's he's because that's he is, exactly what we need to be basing our votes off of. This dude seems cool. Yeah, that's exactly. He seems pretty personable. Uh, yeah, this dude's really. I mean, this dude's hip. Look how the look. I how, mean, look how he rolls okay, his pants. But, but like, 
honestly, I do believe he's not, actually a pretty solid candidate. You're not oh, going to be yeah, able to yeah. give the entire United States population a thousand dollars a month. I mean, that's oh, I just know. not plausible. Like, and why not? He, well, neither's neither. Why not? Neither's because, free college. Neither yeah, is. I mean, I'm not. Like, I'm not saying that. Free, it's all. I'm it's not, all political jargon, and it's just. Yeah, it, we're just. It's just them. Tr- it's just them trying to get like press, and I mean, it's not possible for the government to just hand out a thousand dollars because we're already in debt. So what would like? That doesn't unless, stop us from increasing our. Don't act like that debt is not growing percent. I mean, we, yeah. we'll, we'll figure out money. I mean, we figure out money for the stuff we actually care about. Um, yeah. And the $1,000 a month wouldn't, I don't believe, go to every single person. Bill Gates isn't going to be getting $1,000 a month. You know, like yeah. people who don't actually need it uh, won't have it. Um, and I think, I don't know if 1000 is the right number, but I think it's low enough to still encourage actually working for your money because you can't live off a thousand dollars a month um, yeah well i can't I, I do it already <laughs> <laughs> no but um to be real though like andrew yang i mean i mean how many president presidential candidates are already like declared have already declared a billion there's a democrats lot, yeah, there's a lot of democrats i know that for sure but well, and the republicans Ed, all just know they're fucked well know? that's because ev- everybody wants their hand at trump because it's going to be funny at the end of the day but i was gonna say i mean yang like he's his thing is universal basic income i don't know if he legit thinks that it can happen but i think that's just a way for him to like boost his uh his his voice it's up a way his, to get it's a way to draw more closer to the mainstream i mean that's I yeah mean, and so like which and it's is worked what for running me. for president is all about <laughs> yeah and i mean and it's worked for me because he's not radical on either side So, I mean, he seems like a chill dude, like I said. I think he is of sound mind. I think he understands what he talks about. Uh, But, yeah, man, I'm all aboard the first Asian president also. How about that? Let's go for it. Andrew Yang. What do you have a problem with, AOC? I do. (laughs) Do you not? No. (laughs) (laughs) The ozone layer is going to melt away because of cow farts. Good thing. (laughs) Good thing she is not close to the age required to run for president. All right. So let's get away from talking about people running for president because that's what people enjoy. Yeah, who the fuck cares about (laughs) that? I just wanted to fucking talk about Andrew Yang, man. I think he's a cool guy. I think he's the Elon Musk of politics the and elon think, musk of politics musk of- <laughs> <laughs> he said it himself he's an asian man that likes math and i that's my seal of approval so he's an asian man whoa that was a little whoa. racist <laughs> richard that's a microaggression <laughs> <laughs> so is he gonna go smoke pot with joe rogan or what like what i hope so like is that get what- my vote <laughs> so is that what's gonna the, the only person musk that i want for politics. president is ben shapiro <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Forgot how that, big of a Ben Shapiro <laughs> fan you are. The only I can't even imagine him walking up on stage and His just little going, rat face. Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and walking <away. laughs> 
just rat face, rat voice. No. Or during during his inauguration speech, he puts on sunglasses and go like pwn another libtard or something like that. <laughs> I, I, Ben Shapiro, do solemnly swear. <laughs> Just so, oh, good You know God. how many YouTube edits of, like, deal with it, and then the <laughs> fucking sunglasses ben come Shapiro down on Ben Shapiro puts on sunglasses yeah. and says, deals with it, deal with it, and walks off stage. Yeah, I watch Joe Rogan, so I always have Ben Shapiro recommendations on my YouTube homepage, and fuck. God, he's he's that. A, He's annoying, man. Yeah, he's very annoying. <laughs> he's funny, though. Um, oh man, but yeah, I mean, let's get into our segments. I think we've rambled on long enough. Um, movies. I will do my movies, yeah, Matthew. M- m- movie minute, real quick. <sighs> so on Netflix, we have Snatch. Uh, I had not seen it until recently. Have you guys seen Snatch? I have. No, that shit's funny. Uh, that's definitely top of my recommend list. I didn't even know what it was about. Watched it with no expectations. Good ass time. Other than that, though, on Netflix, Punch Drunk Love, one of my favorite movies, top 25. Uh, Adam Sandler does not play a complete idiot, although he does play someone that's a bit mentally uh, not all there. Um, But other than that, on Amazon Prime, Chris, you'll like this recommendation. Arrival is on Amazon Prime. Uh, Arrival's a damn good movie and i think maybe a modern classic we studied it for our film history class and yeah it's just an all-around good movie but then if you want to get into some crime stuff uh the paradise lost documentaries are also on amazon prime about a couple young young boys that got murdered and the three teens that were convicted for it just because they wore dark clothes and looked sketchy but there wasn't really a whole lot of evidence. So just watch one and three. Um, they're, the second one's just a whole lot of unnecessary drama. But one and three are some of the best documentaries I've ever seen. So we can ditch the movie talk real quick and get into Moxie. Moxie! You know what you got, Jay? You got Moxie. Okay, so I'm going to lead off. Uh, it's just going to be short, sweet, and simple. Just a tribute to one of my favorite basketball players of all time, Dwayne Wade. Uh, played his last game last week. Had a triple-double in his final game. Had some pretty good showings in his final few runs. Uh, the game in Bro- Yeah, that last game in Brooklyn with the Banana Boat Gang, uh, CP3, LeBron, and Melo all courtside going insane for him was pretty cool. Uh, I've had the chance to meet Dwayne Wade. Very, very nice guy. Very genuine, uh, one of my favorite players to watch in uh, all my years of being a basketball fan. And he's got Moxie for having a great career. And, uh, yeah, Dwayne Wade, Moxie. So my uh, he's got Moxie. He's going to go out to my uh, mine and Matt's boy, Lil Dicky. He's going to be releasing a new song this week on Friday with uh, Justin Bieber. Uh, Can't wait, man. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, we've been waiting what about two years now since his last. His 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 album came out in either 2016 or 2015. Yeah, so it's but been a long time. If it's anything like uh, Freaky Friday, I think uh, it'll be a pretty good song. So see, a lot of people don't like stoked. Freaky Friday just because of its affiliation with Chris Brown. I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, it's kind of a bop. 
yeah, but also at the third same time, I'm saying same time three times. Um, it's it's overplayed as hell, and yeah, uh, I have this theory where anytime teenage white girls get into any type of music, it's ruined, or any type of song, because yeah. for some reason. Teenage white girls just really love playing the same song over and over and not really getting tired of it. I mean, so that's not just basic white girls. Uh, there are quite a few white dudes who only listen to uh, the same music again and again, but I do agree with your point. Uh, yeah, that album came out in 2015. It's been, yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been a minute. So, uh, and a quick flex. Uh, I do have a limited edition Lil Dicky vinyl. What? Little Dicky on vinyl, yes, for the olden people. Uh, Do you have so, anything yeah. to play it on? No, <laughs> I've had it for four years and it's been sitting. Is that in signed? A box. Did you get that signed from him? Yeah, I don't know if you did or not. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And your Pete Maravich jersey from China. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was really. He was overly happy about the fact that I had a fake basketball jersey. <laughs> He was like, oh, shit, that's that's how I get my jerseys, too. Like, he was really excited about it. But, uh, yeah, so my moxie this week was uh, Bill Burr continues to be the only voice of reason in entertainment. If you didn't see him on Conan, I mean, the dude just doesn't really give a shit anymore, and it cracks me up, never, especially on Conan. He never really has, in my opinion. Oh, I know, yeah. but now so, it, it's at an all-time low because he's a dad now. All bets are off. Um, but on Conan, every time Bill Burr goes on Conan, it's just a good time. So if you want some laughs, go check that out and check out his past stuff. Because like I said, he's the only sane voice in the realm of entertainment. His podcast yeah. is pretty good, too. I yeah. like his podcast. Have you, Matt, have you ever watched his show, F is for Family, on Netflix? I tested it and I really... I wasn't a really? huge fan. Matt's, but I also not, don't, Matt's not a big uh, new cartoon guy. <laughs> yeah. Really? Not a I mean, big I, uh, cartoon it's, guy. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, there's. I know the third season is coming out here pretty soon. Um, I I really enjoy it. It's. I mean, it's well, pretty see, funny. I, it's Bill Burr. And, uh, and I, yeah. like, I, I like Bill Burr a lot, so I thought I would like it. But I also thought the same thing. Like, I like. John Mulaney, I don't really like Big Mouth that much. And I love Will Arnett. Um, and I don't really like Bojack Horseman. I don't know. I, I just love can't, Bojack. I, I just can't I just I really can't like get into Bojack. new new cartoons. I don't know why. But um, Bojack is like the last show I finished. That, that was a great show, but to each their own. Yeah. But I think you should definitely like try and push through F is for family. I think you'd some of the comedy's well, pretty Matt funny. Matt didn't have but. like six different shows that he's failed to finish binging that he's watching at the same time. I have Reno 911, The Act, The Sopranos, uh, rewatching Always Sunny, Ozark, uh, Atlanta, rewatching Community, uh, Futurama, finishing Seinfeld, Mr. Robot, Homecoming, True Detective, Barry, Westworld, and of course The Goat. A little bit of Queer Eye in there. Oh, man. <laughs> Queer uh, Eye is a great show. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. Yeah. So everyone listening right now, if you could go to the Queer Eye uh, website and nominate our boy Matt 
Uh, we're going to try and flood the nominations with Matt Larson because this man is in dire need of an episode. I would absolutely Eye. love to see Matt in some in some skinny ass jeans and some button downs. Oh my god! Wearing some, some flannels, wearing and, some loafers. Yeah. You know, I would just I would kill. Just you would have come. You, to, you would have come no. such a long way from Hawaiian shirts, basketball shorts, and Nike slides. You son of a bitch. That would so, be okay. That Matt. is the OG <laughs> fit combo, though. If if you guys want a life hack, summer summer two K nineteen is Nike slides. <laughs> Black gym shorts and Hawaiian shirt, uh, and a baseball hat, dad hat, and sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> throw in some black or white ankle socks on those Nike slides. You're fucking chilling. I mean, there, so were, bro, there were some no, days. Yeah. Matt's, <laughs> these dudes are actually going to show up to Matt's apartment, <laughs> and I'm going to be dressed in that exact. We we can work with this one. <laughs> All I want is for Jonathan on Queer Eye to call me honey. <laughs> one one time in my life and i think i'll be able to die happy because that dude just gives me life one of the funniest one of the funniest moments of queer eye that i ever witnessed was this one of the guys that was nominated his mom had stitched his name on the back of his blazers on every single one of his blazers so oh, no matter where he went he would be wearing his name on his back and he he would like perform in like retirement homes so these guys are trying to socialize him with regular people and he at a paintball arena, this dude walks up to a group of like two black dudes and a white girl and he goes, Hey man, I really like your shirt. That color, <laughs> that color green is, I really like that shade of green. Oh, Hey man, I really like your haircut. Like these shows, these do Matt, you do not want to be on this show. Oh, I do because my <laughs> life needs some fixing. Especially with this goddamn <laughs> gross hair. Uh, yeah, get a cut, man. Yeah, it's not it's not great. But <laughs> but Jonathan's the groom guy. I'm telling you, man. All I want to do is be friends with Jonathan. Think of the most positive person you've ever thought of and put that in a gay man's body. <laughs> and you have Jonathan. <laughs> he radiates confidence. He radiates like perfect. Good guy. Good guy. So yeah, Bigelow, I know you wanted to, you were just dying to talk about queer eye on this podcast. <laughs> we've we've gone we have gone just about everywhere. Um, <laughs> this is So let's move on to unless Richard, do you have a moxie you want to share? If not, we will move um, on. Um This might be a moxie. I don't know where this fits in, but uh there's a John Doe who recently filed a lawsuit with the Jupiter Police Department. Um if you recall, uh there was a sting operation at the Orchids uh, of Asia Day Spa not too uh, long ago. Old Bobby Kraft. Uh, Robert Kraft uh, <laughs> got caught getting a yank and uh, unfortunate situation. And this John Doe, anonymous, uh, is suing the police department for how they obtained the video. Um, so props to him. Uh, apparently, the cops staged a false uh, suspicious package warning at the Day Spa to get oh. everyone evacuated. And then place cameras while everyone was evacuated inside the spa to set them up, which is a real dick move if you ask me. Uh, so props to that guy. I mean, they I, deserve I, to get their ass sued just for getting I, a yank. I tell you I mean, what, Dave Portnoy is on your dick right now because he knew from the start it was a yes, plant. Yes, he knew it was a setup. <laughs> Dave is not wrong. You and Dave. Prez. Would, would make Prez and Rich. Yeah. Prez and Rich. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So then we will move on to millennial moods before we wrap up. Uh, holy shit, this is going to be a long episode. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Uh, my big yikes of the week is going to go out to Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, he was out driving his Lamborghini and he hit a cyclist. Well, didn't exactly hit him. He knocked him over in, oh, shit. Uh, in a turn lane. So he got out of his car and he got decked in the face by the cyclist. <laughs> oh, so, shit. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a yikes for me because how how is Dr. Strange about to get decked in the face? Old you know? Benny boy. Yeah, old Benny boy just getting <laughs> a knuckle <Old> sandwich. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes himself taking one to the face. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that's rough. And what is the mood on that? You hate to see that? Big, big yikes. yikes. Yeah. Big okay. yikes. Bigs. Uh my uh you just hate to see it goes to Andre Shvets. Svechnikov of the Carolina Hurricanes for getting his ass rocked by Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, this g- happened just before we were recording. Uh, the Capitals are dominating that series, but I think the Hurricanes are winning right now. And uh, you come at you come at the King, you better not miss. Uh, Ovi's a damn animal. Uh, Sidney Crosby would never, and he put Shvechnikov on his ass. Like I'm pretty sure he knocked him out cold. So uh, put his head through the ice. Yeah, he did. Yep. Uh, you just hate to see it. Uh, yeah, uh, Andre Shvechnikov. You hate to see it. Um, my 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 big oof is a generalized oof, not so much a week specific oof. Um, can we all agree that we need to get rid of um, mobile ads for games? on on the app store those are oh, awful before ever before every youtube video in between each instagram story it's some weird fat guy playing a <laughs> shitty mobile game and talking about now i know what this guy's gonna do with this strategy but i just know i'm i'm <laughs> I, I just know where i'm going with this i mean i can't oh I, my god dad you won i mean i i can't i can't say that I come across those ads too much. Total scrub. And he's not prepared for it at all. If he'd shown up with the right unit, he could have kicked my butt. Instead, he doesn't have anywhere near enough troops, and his army composition is garbage. He came in without any scouting. So, I'm going to crush him. And I'm going to capture his hero. And then once I do crush him... Maybe I'll just execute him. So, once I get his hero, I can either ransom it back, or... I might win this one. Judging from what I'm seeing right now, he has way less troops than you might. Oh, he's shooting arrows. Wait, soldiers are going down. Why did they all die? You see how they're changing the formation? Maybe if we go to inverse arrow formation, you might have a chance against the archers. Okay. Let's see? Oh. Alright. You think they might win against the archers? Yeah. Alright. They're blocking with their shields. Uh-huh. Oh, they're going down. Wait, we're actually winning. I told you. Let's go. Hey. Yeah, dude, I've seen I've seen Is that marketing? I, is that I what marketing think... has come to? Okay. Never have I seen an ad like that and like, oh, that game looks fucking awesome i'm gonna go download that like why are there so many mobile games in general i mean it's does anyone play literally mobile games are literally just they're literally marketed toward kids to take their parents credit cards and spend a bunch of money on buying levels on candy crush or whatever i mean i don't even know what the big mobile game is right now to be honest well apple just unveiled the apple arcade that's coming out in october it's you're gonna pay you're gonna pay an annual 
<laughs> You're going to pay an annual, like a monthly fee to be able to play these games. Like, I don't know. The only games that I actually play are like the sports games and stuff. Like there's no other. I went there's, hard there's on no Madden reason Mobile. To, Madden, Madden Mobile was legit for I went a year and a half hard. or so. <laughs> Dude, those, those. That's all thanks, I did senior year. It is all, thanks, it is players. all you did senior year. Dude. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Thanksgiving players? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, Madden Mobile in EMATH senior year or junior year. Do you remember that, Biggs? Yeah, because I literally downloaded it and my team was ass and you blew me out and i'm like nope i'm never playing this game again so that's because there were like eight of us in the class who just wanted to flex and you guys yeah you guys were just yeah you guys were just talking about it i'm like ah fuck it i'll download it and i was just like (laughs) yep i ain't got time for this and um, but that game died that game died when i realized like they didn't make any improvements year to year no, so, yeah. I mean that's all these sports games. They just it's, like Madden, just like Madden on console. What did we expect? General, <laughs> fuck yeah, mobile fuck games. Fuck that company. Fuck EA. Fuck any game on the market right now except for Apex, which is EA. Apex and, which is Apex. EA. And <laughs> Apex. Don't forget about Fortnite. Uh, a, I long love how just said <laughs> a long sullen silence well, we're silent because if anyone in this group is still going to try and stand for Fortnite, it's you so we don't know if you're That's serious true, or not so it's yeah. just no do you I still watch that... ninja chris fuck no i haven't watched that shit in like that was so seven months yeah, ago that was so <laughs> six months ago no, I unsubscribed last week, dude. You fucking idiot, dude. I didn't. Yeah, no. I didn't resub on Prime. How's How's God Ninja gonna it. survive, dude? I only got Amazon Prime for the loot. How the fuck am I gonna like max out this subscription now? Yeah, uh, dude. I don't understand it. All right, we appreciate you guys tuning in for far and away our longest voyage into the realm of podcasting. But like we said, this was an eventful week. We tried to keep it as diverse as possible with some sports, some pop culture, and a little bit of everything, even though Chris was silent for a majority of the time. But like we say every week, we appreciate you guys. Uh, We're probably going to have thrones talk weekly uh and we're yeah because uh, i think in the future we're going to be recording like right after thrones airs so we'll have yes. sort of sort of an instant reaction but uh yeah uh and also let us know if the time codes time stamps in the description de- description i said that weird uh helps at all because i know some people have been asking for that so let us know if that helps and also uh go leafs Go Leafs and wear Go sunscreen. Leafs. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here. They're gonna need to send in the National Guard.